back. We have a small hiatus, but we're back. We had a bunch of stuff. Just a busy week. Honestly, April was such a terrible month. I yeah, you had, had your car broken into, right? I had so much shit go down. <laughs> I, it was just... I was just so busy all the time. And then <laughs> I was working a bunch. And then my car got stolen. And that was very fun. Oh, it got stolen. It wasn't even yeah. broken into? You didn't know? You thought it got broken into? I thought it just got broken into. No, it got straight up stolen. Oh my god. How yeah. long was it gone? Hi, whoa, whoa. It's it's Future Weston editing the video. Right here, uh, the audio cuts out. That's weird. What a little thing. But, uh... What you guys missed is my car got stolen and it was gone for a whole day. Isn't that cool? Anyways, back back to the boys. Whoop. Okay. So <laughs> I yeah. So I I had it. Lisette was gone. She was in Texas, and uh, I had it for the the night before. And I went like grocery shopping at like seven or eight, and I parked it. And then I had to go to bed and i just well i just was like you know kind of tired so i went to bed pretty early yeah woke up went to work the next day i'm at work i get a call around like 4 30 and it's listen she's like where are you are you safe and i was like what <laughs> yeah like i'm stalking bananas like i'm chilling what's up and she's like oh my god oh my god our car got stolen and i was just my heart <laughs> and i was like what did they bust she, the window oh yeah dude they oh, they fucked it up that's brutal. They, they did whatever they wanted to it did I not send you the video of it? No, you didn't. Oh, you have I thought to send I that did. To me after this. Uh, so they, so I guess we had a Hyundai, and I guess this is like for some reason this is like street knowledge, but it is not knowledge to those who buy Hyundais. <laughs> but if you if you break the back window, the alarm won't go off. Oh my god! So they can just get in. So that's exactly what they did. They broke the back window. Alarms didn't go off. They tore that like all the electrical shit out from it, and then hot wired it to start it. Holy shit! It. Yeah, dude, they fucked it up. The back, um, the back left taillight looks like if like the Hulk grabbed it and tried to peel it off. What? Yeah, I feel like they were driving intoxicated or something, and clipped like. A wall the car, or, yeah. or, or something, something like or that. hit something because I was just like, there's just no way they just did that by like hand. So <laughs> it, it looks like they they might have hit something. And then they just took like chip bags and opened it up and poured it everywhere. <laughs> yeah. For good Dude. measure. <laughs> yeah. Like, like hot Cheetos everywhere all over the car. And there was dirt everywhere. So I'm also like, did these guys go fucking off roading with our car? And they left these little miniature posters of uh, this rapper, this like SoundCloud rapper, <laughs> of like 50 of them all throughout the car. And it has like his Twitter, his Facebook, and his Instagram. And the poster is like him holding a gun. And it's oh just God. like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was something fuck? else. I was like, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Time that to get mad. out of Milwaukee. No, dude, I'm donezo. I hate this city. Milwaukee sucks. There's just there's now and then since it's getting to good weather, all the crime is really starting to get going. So you just hear sirens every all night, the time. every hour, every Jesus. hour. There's four or five sirens going off. That sounds terrible. That sounds like no. a shit city. Yeah, it's not that fun. Can't wait to go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't had anything like that happen. We no. just got done moving. Living. Nice. She's all moved in. Wow. That's why I was like, this is not happening. 
on Sunday. No, yeah, I know. I liked how, okay, let's record Tuesday. And then Tuesday would just go to like 9 p.m. And I'd yeah. be like, hey, so we're not recording today, huh? Yeah. And then you were like, Sunday, Sunday we will. And then Sunday is Mother's Day. Yeah. And we just, again, waited until midnight to be like, hey, uh, we should try and record. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, dude, we got to get this done or else yeah. we're going to just stop doing them. Yeah. No, I'm glad um, we're, we're getting back on it. Yeah. I'm ready. Um, yeah. You want to introduce the book, I guess? Sure. Well, oh, shit. Do I? What's it called again? Killer Be Killed. Yes, there yeah. it is. Killer yeah. Be Killed by Ed Brubaker. And that's actually funny that I don't remember it because I read it twice. It's good. I had enough time that I read it both times. I've read it a few times because honestly, sometimes that I, I forget that I've read it and I pick it up and I'll read it through it again. And I'm like, God, that was a good book. And yeah. then I won't, I won't touch it for a while because I only have the first two volumes and I know there's more. Yeah, but I have not. I have not read the other ones. Well, so I only like, read it uh, twice because I was like, I'm forgetting about it. Like, you know, case in point, I just forgot the damn title. Yeah, because I read it and then we took like a couple weeks off from recording, so I just was like not pre- not prepared for it. So I reread it on the flight out to Spokane. It's short, short first volume. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like those things with indie books, especially. A lot of indie books are very short because. Yep you know, those first volumes or first issues are straight off of, like, the pitch document the writer throws at the company. Right. So, he, like, he throws the pitch, and the company's like, all right, write it and make it live. And they're like, oh, okay, well, it's only, like, 30 pages or 100 pages. Yeah. Like, like, have you ever heard of Saga? Uh-uh. I'm, I feel like you have. It's, it's, so it's like a Romeo and Juliet story, but in space, and there's, like, Civil War. But almost every volume that are out um, is only like a hundred issues or so maybe or a hundred pages or so. Yeah. Maybe, maybe once or twice they break that barrier, but they're like pretty short. Wow. And they very, very quick and very to the point stories. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, what? (laughs) it was fine. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't love this one. You didn't? No. Was it too dark for you? No, it wasn't even too dark. It wasn't even as dark as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It was kind of like, like, gripey, like, teenager angsty. Oh. Like, the writing just felt so, like, uh, the world's so bad. Uh, yeah. The only yeah. way to beat it is to get bad. Uh. Yeah. A little, uh, maybe, like, a little too much cynicism. Yeah, like, a, like, too much just, like, and a little preachy at times, too. Like, where you're just like, bro, like... <laughs> There's too much going on here. <laughs> yeah. And it was, like, <clears throat> it was cool, like, once it kind of got rolling, then I was like, okay, like, I'm kind of, you know, once it got out of that and it got into the struggle of him, you know, figuring out that he is, that the demon was real and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Um, That was more, more interesting to me than, like, the, like, moody protagonist, like, riding subways around the city and and thinking, I was just like, what is this? This is like yeah. a like a like a beta male's wet dream. <laughs> yeah, beta male. Did you? You're gonna get us in trouble one of these days. <laughs> well, you know, know what I mean, though. <laughs> First like... with the sweaty nerd shit, and now beta male. And people are gonna be like, man, these guys are kind of too too far right for me. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not in like a 
just in the way that he's like, and I guess it makes sense because we all do it, but like he's like fantasizing about like beating people up on a subway or, or like, oh, and I then it, that, which I actually that? liked that it like <laughs> later on transitioned to him fantasy fantasizing about just straight up like shooting them because yeah. he's like, well, they are they bad enough? Like I don't really know like what yeah. constitutes what constitutes evil enough to be, you know, saving my life and yeah. also you know knocking someone off essentially. Yeah, I think it's a very it's a very cool concept. Yeah, of uh, like the demon wise. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, the story is a guy uh, tries to kill himself and it does not go well, and he ends up surviving. And it pisses off this demon who collects souls. So the demon says, "Either you're gonna kill people and collect souls for me, or I'm gonna kill you." It's like I think that is a very cool, yeah, concept. It's almost like a Punisher who's forced to be punisher almost yeah. or like whereas like ghost you know, punisher, rider-esque yeah yeah whereas punisher's like i just do it because you know my family and vengeance this guy's like if i don't do this this demon's gonna drag me to yeah. hell and i i do not want to go to hell and he gets all um, sick and stuff yeah. like that like when he doesn't do it the first yeah. couple weeks and that's like what i mean like that stuff was cancer, really interesting basically. yeah yeah i thought it was it killer be killed was my first um, like introduction into the the indie comic scene, I had read some indie comics before, but they were not on this level of uh, like mature. I- indie comics are really known for being mature, you know, because they're not okay. they're not held down by being like you know superheroes like Captain like franchise America. stuff. Yeah, yeah, they don't gotta appease because like little kids also read Captain America and Superman, so it's like you don't want to see those guys crossing people's necks up mm-hmm. but you know with killer be killed it's like they had they had free range to do it so it was my first introduction into the indie scene and i could see where you're thinking like it's a little it's a little on the nose with how like yeah. depressed the main character is yeah it's a very uh show or uh tell don't show tell don't show yeah yeah it's just like like you know monologue after monologue of like okay we get it like you're unhappy with the state of the world (laughs) it's it we got it (laughs) yeah yeah there's especially in the first few pages before he like attempts to kill himself yeah it's very like it just starts off like so strongly like yeah Oh God! This just reeks of like a teenager writing this. How old is this dude who wrote it? Brewbreaker. Brewbreaker is like old. He's like dad's age. No He's been way, in the comics really? for a while, dude. Brewbreaker created the uh, the Winter Soldier, where That's Bucky wild. comes back, and he yeah he did the Captain America Winter Soldier in the comics, and that that shit is good. Yeah, that's but, so weird. Um, is and so is this like one of his like first type works, or um, am I just being like severely? No. <laughs> Outdated not, myself. No, I think he's had other indie work that I haven't read. Um, but like Killer Be Killed was his like most recent one because I got I got this and when did it come out? Like twenty something. Hang on, let me. I'm, I'm I've got it right now. Twenty sixteen is 2016. when it was first published. Yeah, because I remember I was I was still in high school when I read it and I was like, wow. So I, that's probably why I connected with it as well because you know high school Weston was a little loser. <laughs> I was like, I was a little loser, and, and I was like, this guy, 
This guy's got it rough, just like me, as I went home to our mom and dad's giant-ass house with my uh, with my Xbox waiting for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's nah. a, um, that, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's kind of like, I guess beta male is not the right term, but it's like, that kind of like, like you're saying, like loser-ish, like down on your luck type. And right out of the gate, at least. It was funny, like, watching him like when he went to the shooting range and like you can kind of tell where the story might go like where it's mm-hmm. kind of itching to go where you know he might be starting to, like already starting to kind of lose control of like his own sense of what's uh what's deserving of being killed and stuff like that right yeah and yeah. even when he was like patrolling the news after his first kill it, like trying to figure out more and more about like okay well like was it actually worth it and stuff like that and then it ends up leading his first kill ends up leading to like the breaking up of a child sex ring or something like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he goes like, "Oh, okay, I did well on this one." Yeah. But his second kill, we haven't we haven't really seen where that will go. Yeah. But for now, like, you know, he kind of got into a bad tussle where you know, he killed one a bodyguard of some girls essentially. Yeah, uh, Russian guy. Yeah of probably the Russian mob is what he's thinking. And it's what yeah. we all think as we're reading. And, but then one of the strippers gets out and, you know, starts attacking him and he shoots her too in the, in the yeah. abdomen. We don't know like what becomes of her, but like, you can tell his like lines are already blurring. Yeah. Like, and, and he's not even phased. Like he thinks about it a little bit, but then he just like gets back to his apartment and just starts lying to his two like friends and roommates. Like yeah, right off the bat. Been. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what, like, I liked that moment of him messing up with the strippers. Yeah. Because in the beginning, honestly, he was very likable because, you know, he was all sad and stuff. Sure. And then when he had the demons happen, it happened, he became likable because you're like, oh, this guy's in a predicament, isn't he? And he became like a part of a very cool story. And then when it ends on the cliffhanger of the, the, accidental killing of the bodyguard and yeah. the, maybe the stripper but i don't want to spoil it for you right um it just kind of like threw it even into a more twist where you're like oh no yeah like damn like this sounds terrible <laughs> well and and you know what i'm sure will come into play later on is his own you know good slash evil you know paradigm like is yeah. it you know are his actions constituting enough that like he could be someone who could be killed by him type thing. You know what I mean? In order to get an extra month. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I wish I, I wish I read all the other volumes. Cause I honestly, I think it's like completed. I don't think it's yeah, going anymore. It's done. It yeah. wrapped up in 2018 and there's yeah. four volumes. Okay. Yeah. So I've only read two volumes. I wish I would have, I wish I would have read more because now that you like, you know, rereading it and now talking about it with you, it's like, I wish I figured, I wish I knew how the story ends. It continues in the second volume. Yeah. And in the second volume, it ends on another cliffhanger. And I'm like, God, I wish I, I wish I knew it ended so I could have like more information to talk about. I mean, it's the. From what I'm reading here, it seems to have done pretty well, uh, selling wise. Yeah. It, uh, I guess from you might know more about this. It seems like there's a big drop in the second issue after the first issue, typically. 
Oh, I'm, I'm like reading s- that the industry average is about 30%. Uh, like most people don't pick up the second issue. Yeah, in sales. Yeah. But this one managed to do kick it at about 20% rather than 30, so came in 10% yeah. higher. So yeah, it, it well, must be good. And it, and it as it's saying right here, on, I'm just reading off the Wikipedia page, it's, yeah, the whole series sold pretty close to The Walking Dead. <laughs> well, so. it's it's a... I mean, it's a pretty, like I said, it's a pretty interesting concept, I think. And that's, yeah. I feel like that, that sold it. And then also the Brew Breaker name probably sold it too. Sure. Because he has, he has a lot of good, uh, at least like, you know, really well known for creating the Winter Soldier storyline. Yeah. And then also he did really, he did like a really long run on uh, Daredevil. And yeah, I'm seeing a, the Daredevil a, stuff here yeah, too. Yeah, it was a, it was a really good run on Daredevil too. Um, they actually, I'm pretty sure they used art from his run in the Netflix Daredevil series. Oh, really? And they were like, yeah, it's like a small little snippet of a scene where they're talking about Daredevil, and this guy throws like a newspaper on the ground, and the newspaper is like, "Hell's Kitchen has a new devil?" Like question mark. And yeah. It's like a, a witness painting of the Daredevil. But that's like an actual uh, artwork from the series that he wrote. So I feel like his name alone probably carried this book into yeah. being sold. And then it's not a bad story either. Like no, and I'm sure you know, it gets like more in yeah. depth, like with the with the later volumes. Definitely, because in the second volume they introduce the like FBI, you know, as sure. they as they always kind of do with these stories. Is right. like there's always a cop that's on his ass. Yeah. And they they do that in the second volume, and she's at she's actually really fun, and it kind of creates that cat and mouse game. Have while also throwing in that theme of like you know this guy's gonna go to hell if he doesn't do this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll have to check out the other ones. More. I would say right, like we can't we can't not, especially if we start a series. Yeah. Like this, um, but we might have to take breaks in between because. Yeah. It is just like, I don't know. I don't know if it was just, like I said, that specific series or that run, uh, that volume, I guess, um, that just kind of was too on the nose and too mm. like, here's the theme. Here it is. <laughs> makes, <laughs> makes you go like, okay. Read I'll, it. Yeah, exactly. Understand <laughs> it. No, okay. Like, all right. Shit, okay, I okay. get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it wasn't like, and in the artwork was kind of interesting. I don't know who. Oh, I, I Sean they, Phillips is the I artist think, on this one. Yeah, I think they've worked together before, him and Brubaker. Yeah. Uh, on a on Marvel, on one of his Marvel series. Um, I like the art a lot. I kind of like that sort of like gritty art like that. Yeah. Has to fit these kind of stories. It's almost the same as that Batman Long Halloween, you know? Like, yeah. the, the art has to be so sp- specific to the story that's being told. Yeah. There are certain scenes where I was like, bro, what is going on with this? <laughs> For some reason, like, it just looked dopey as hell. But yeah. there, but all of the violence looks, like you're saying, all the violence looks really good in it. Yeah. Yeah, this was your first, like, violent comic book, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at, so he did some work on Marvel zombies. No. But I'm not seeing anything else where I I don't know that they would be intersecting. But he yeah, yeah it was um like an interesting more um a slower pace on the artwork than I've usually taken. 
Yeah. Uh, I liked that there were, I don't know what the panel would probably be called. You would know it. Uh, I liked all the panels where there was like words on one side of the page, like uh, all the way down, like yeah. during his like big monologues type thing. Yeah, and yeah. then like a big, beautiful like scene in the second one. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, it was, those... it was funny. Cause I was like the monologue part I could do without, but I'm sitting here like looking at the scene, like artistry. Yeah. And that shit is really nice. Like that was yeah. great. So that's it was... like a like a uh, like a splash page or, or a bleeding page. Either one. One that just like takes up an entirety of a page, like one or two pages is yeah known as that. But like that's the thing with that kind of art and writing have to like complement each other. Like even though you were like I could do without the monologue, it's like the monologue also kind of fe feeds the art that you're looking at yeah. too and it kind of gives it its uh tone almost the writing does yeah and as well as the art gives the writing its tone because if you just read like something billy goes to this and billy's yeah. got an ak going to the store you're like oh this right. doesn't fit right so like each of them have to complement each other really hard yeah it, um there were certain scenes where that made sense where like you and especially when he's talking about, like, wanting to be someone who has influence in the world around him. And then in those scenes, uh, you know, you can tell that, like, he, like and especially, like, after the first kill and even after the second kill, when he's, like, bloodied up and, and walking through town, like, people just don't care, <clears throat> don't care, like, at all. Ooh. Ooh, you want just me to walking that? about doing their day, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you, you want me to cut that out huh no you can leave it in <laughs> this is a little <laughs> i know the, little the second the second we started recording somebody got on their leaf blower outside and i was like <laughs> god i was like that's gonna get picked right up isn't it's it? gonna be really it's... nice when you're here and we oh. can because we could set straight up anyways we can talk this off screen but um no this is all right I can we can set nice in. recordings we'll, we'll have a yeah. nice setup here Definitely, yeah. Take like a little bit for me, you know. I'll have to get set up and all that. Absolutely. But once we like get a room going, and get the equipment needed, it will be just so much better. But yeah. I, we still do a pretty good job with just this. I'm pretty impressed by Riverside FM. I would love for them to so, uh, <laughs> sponsor us and give us <laughs> recording title for free, yeah. please. Yeah. So I don't have to yeah, pay your I stupid mean, monthly thing. Yeah, it would just be so insane if Riverside.fm slash studio <laughs> would just want to come and look at Two Bros in a Comic and decide to give us a Our flagship podcast. Yeah. I mean, dude, there's so many. You know what's crazy is I was looking at our podcast, and um, I couldn't find it at first on Spotify because yeah. for some reason Spotify doesn't let you like have – like it's not like a Twitter page where you're logged in to – the account itself right you can only just like upload you know off of that that like sister site yeah um but i couldn't find it and i just searched comic and there's just so many comic podcasts oh yeah that have like sponsors and stuff like that to too and like have that many like big like numbers or anything and i'm like man yeah. hey, get me in there hey, get me in there <laughs> yeah know? not too many people care about i mean like even like i'm reading the sales of the killer killer be killed i mean they only moved twenty three thousand copies 
Yeah. I get, think about that in comparison to like I just read today that Resident Evil 8 has already shipped like 3 million worldwide. Yeah. I mean that's, that's... a crazy comparison between two different like fields of entertainment. Definitely. It's just And honestly, the movies, dude, the movies kind of sit industry. Yeah. Cuz like you were maybe I mean those kind of numbers are like small for comic, you know? Yeah. But I mean, damn. A couple of years ago, early two thousands, you know, those kind of numbers were like, "Whoa, we got a, we got a number one seller going on here." Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I mean, comics are still a pretty, a pretty like small medium. Yeah, know? it's pretty niche or yeah. niche. It's That's definitely, weird. it's definitely the movies and the TV shows that pull in the big views and all that stuff. Yeah. But then, like you know, if you were to hand somebody a Captain America comic after they watched the Captain America movie, they'd be like, "Um, I'm not that interested." Sure. So it's like still the the comics do not sell as well as they could be because, like you know, there's some pretty good stories out there on these pages that like deserve attention and have a lot of work and a lot of cool artwork and cool writing and cool stories. But yeah, yeah, there were definitely some. Some panels in this that like really sold it for me, like mm -hmm. the grittiness and stuff like that. The first yeah. kill is obviously really fucking good, like very yeah. well. Like you can tell, like you can almost see his hand shaking. Yeah, and uh, an HBO show scene. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and like I w I wouldn't be surprised if HBO or Amazon picks this book up in a couple of years. And makes a series out of it, you know. Something like that, yeah. I, you know, I could see that. I mean, they're doing it so much with uh, Preacher, Walking Dead, The Boys, and now they've got the in Invincible animated show. Yeah, have you and watched like, that at all yet? Yes. <laughs> have you Have you watched it all? I have. I have finished it. Nice. Oh, it is dude. very good. Let's take a small little tangent. That animation is so nice. It's so reminiscent at. of like the old school Justice League. Yeah. Animation. It's like the, so the 90s, good. early 2000 TV show. Yes, it's so good. And I, I'm literally, I watched that. And then you look at the modern animation of like Marvel currently yeah. at least. And it's dog shit. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. And I'm like, how can, I mean, Amazon's a pretty big studio. Right. Right. But maybe I don't think they're that big on like the TV show studio side, you know? Yeah. Whereas like Marvel has the backing of like Disney and everything like that, which is an animation studio. And you guys can't get any sort of like income into animation studio to make <clears throat> amazing animation like yeah. Invincible has. Like it just, it boggles my mind. I, yeah. I think if Marvel got good animation like Invincible, you'd have like a number one animated show in a heartbeat. Yeah. If you if if it was I don't know, Marvel is gonna start hitting a wall anytime soon here. Uh probably. For sure. For sure. I talked to <laughs> I talked to mom and dad about the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. And I was like, Did you guys like it? And they were like, mom was like, nah, it just got too woke for me. Yeah. God. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, when at the end there, and she was like, that big old speech he did, it was just so preachy. And I was like, well, well it's, yeah. but it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was such a good thing to preach about. Definitely. I was like, it, I mean, it, it had to happen, you know, Fine. like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not a, for everyone and stuff like no. that. And, and my whole thing is just, like at a certain point, the superheroes dry up, 
get a little boring. That's why Definitely. the interesting thing to do is is stuff like The Boys and Invincible yeah. and kind of flip it on its head a little bit. Yeah. You know, try there, try there a are, different angle. Yeah. There are times though where that that kind of view on superheroes can get like tiresome though. You know, like like evil evil Superman is just so played out. Sure. It's like it's almost like okay, what if you did Superman was just a nice guy, you know? <laughs> like what if you did one about Superman being just Superman? But between, you know, Zack Snyder doing the whole nightmare Superman and then you have the Injustice video games that spawn the Injustice comics and then you have Homelander and the boys and yeah. it's always like what if superheroes were dickheads? <laughs> it's like uh, Yeah, um if the boys is a little more in depth, I think yes. than than just like just flat out evil superheroes because yeah. they are they're just human superheroes. Yeah. Like that's what's cool about it is that yeah. you know all the same flaws that humans have like you know romance and and image issues or whatever, right? They all apply to superheroes too and and they can you know just as much get their heads messed with as any other person can. Yeah. All all that I, stuff is interesting. I think the at least the boys TV show does a way better job than yes. the boys comic does. I don't oh, know if you've I ever read the uh we'll, we'll have to read it someday but yeah, the boys we'll check the, it out. the boys comic is so on the nose of like bad guy superheroes. There yeah. are so many scenes of like just like over the top just evil being shit. bad to be bad yeah just so over the top evil shit that you're like i get it all right if superheroes were real they would all do a line of cocaine that makes sense <laughs> like uh, all right whereas like the boys like you said does really good like with uh the mental and the image and yeah the love and that side of like if you were a superhero i mean that's probably a lot of pressure and you know if you were treated a certain way and you yeah. have all these powers, you're probably going to be like, I don't deserve to be treated these ways. And yeah. Well, Homelander is the most interesting character. Yeah. He's so yeah, fun. He's the big evil. Yeah. yeah. But he's got so much wrong with him. Like, it's just yeah. like, like I said, that, that human thing of like, mm -hmm. you know, Homelander is really, as far as we can tell, only evil because of the shit that he experienced as a human. As a, you as know? a kid. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that kind of plays into like this book too. Yeah. Because this that's like where you said the the moral like ambiguity of it where he's not sure like who to kill. Like that's mm -hmm. the, the if like if you were you or me had this going on with yeah. us, this this demon being like you got to you got to off people. I definitely would be like him where I'm like uh well, how, who do I know is bad? Yeah, yeah. Like, especially if they're giving you a specific, like, you have to kill evil people. Like, you have yeah, to take bad yeah. souls. What do you That's mean a bad soul? That's what I thought soul? it was funny, too, because it's like it's a demon, and the demon's like, oh, I only collect bad guys. Yeah, a little weird. So, so but, no, like, it made no sense. Like, it's though. good enough. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't need it to make too much sense. No, know? no. But it, I would definitely, I would definitely be like this guy where I'm Google searching, like, you know, rapist in my area. Yeah, like, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I would, I would just be walking on the street and be like, "Hey, have you, uh, have you ever stolen a car? Yeah, a, a Hyundai, specifically <laughs> from from a from a white kid in Wisconsin?" <laughs> and they'd be like, "Yeah, <laughs> think again, think again. <laughs> Next time, don't." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, just the, just the moral haze 
of like yeah. figuring out who to kill would just be so much stress. And well, I think it does. This book did a really good job of like showing it. And being yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, it's already getting to him. He's yeah. already lying to his friends. He's already, you know, going out at ungodly times every night and stuff like that. And then like kind of being defensive when he gets caught. Like he's already burning bridges. You yeah. know, even their their short little fling just gets oh, like ended him and the because girlfriend. Yeah, because yeah, she she knows that he's lying to her. Like he, yeah. She just is like, no, I'm not gonna buy that. So we're not. You know, they end up not seeing each other anymore because of it. I thought that was messed up, man. How you gonna, how you gonna steal your homie's girl like that? Well, I, yeah. Well, that's again. It's like he once he after that first kill, he just like he's like I'm invincible. Like I I feel it, especially after it gets validated after he's like, yeah. Not only did I get a kill and save my life for a month, I got a kill on a dude that led to a child ring or a child sex ring getting uh busted up right definitely i'm yeah. feeling on top of the world i'm gonna take this girl shooting we're gonna have sex in the back of the cab like <laughs> all that shit right <laughs> yeah he really just says like fuck it i'm in <laughs> yeah yeah exactly he signs up for it like immediately yeah 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 i there are moments though when it's like you said a little too much on the nose and you're like shit which is yes. like as a kid i didn't notice that because as a high schooler, like, you're pretty impressionable, and I had been reading just superhero books, so I'm used to, like, you know, dark shit happening, but yeah, not not that dark of shit. This book just straight up was like, hey, he's gonna, he shot a guy. How do you feel? And I was just like, wow. Wow. And I was super into it, and I, wow, this book is so mature. I'm so, like, I'm such a good reader. But then, like, rereading it now, as I'm older, I can see moments where I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, where the the kind of like, um, and I guess I've I've never written a comic, and I've never mm. I've never tried writing stories either, right? So yeah. I, I would imagine it's a different medium, and it's probably like tougher to convey those story points definitely in a meaningful manner, right? Because you uh, don't have you don't have like the movie scenes filled yes. with great acting and and also a song and then yeah. the lighting's just like that like yeah i feel or like even a book where you have like ample space like no no artistry right you just have the mm -hmm. or artwork um but you just have you know a paragraph where you can devote to the state of the city or whatever right yeah like you don't have to have the character be the one complaining about the state of the city no yeah you have to you you have like a good page or two to yeah really yeah when i tried when i oh still am but when i tried writing a comic i i found that to be the hardest is that i i kept wanting to describe things uh, in third person you know yeah uh, whenever I had a character like narrating or something like that, I, I wanted to revert back to like high school, like essay writing, you know? Yeah. And I realized like, ah, like I can't do that. Like I have, I have to talk through this character basically. Yeah. And that's where you, you can, you can get caught up really hard in that sort of, uh, monologuing too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's what <clears throat> makes, that's what makes me wonder what the, other ones are like what the what the later uh volumes are like definitely maybe it kind of gets away from that like 
preachiness and more into the like what we're kind of discussing the like the the little hints of of uh you know like we said the blurred lines happening yeah i think from what i remember i didn't read the second volume on this way around i only read the first one because that's like all i knew that we were going to read yeah but from what i in the second volume is that um it definitely it definitely gets um like more into him fully accepting being that that role and sure. that guy and you kind of lose that moral uh haze that he deals with i think it's only until he i think he screws up he screws up again in the second volume but i way worse than the stripper situation sure uh but i found like through a little bit of the second volume you you lose that theme through him and you're like ah well now he's just doing it because he's like I'm on top of the world. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking out bad guys left and right, and it's like, uh. <laughs> so you I I you kind of lose it, but I know it it does pick up really well in like the later half of the second volume. But now I'm like I gotta get these third and fourth volumes. Like I want to see how it ends now, and that we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well we'll have to come back to it, and maybe we do it on our own, too personally. Yeah, um, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, we'll see how long how long we record and stuff like that keep doing these things because if we do it long enough there's no reason not to right i know i I, we bring this up every time but i i always think about like what's it gonna be like if we ever hit like episode like a hundred yeah like we're we're gonna have read a hundred comics which isn't a lot because i've read a hundred already in my life but it's like for you for you as a newcomer like a hundred is a lot of reading. Yeah. To do. Yeah. Well, and it also makes me wonder what my uh, like tastes will evolve and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of things will come up that like maybe I'll look back on something like this and be like, oh, it actually like didn't. It wasn't like preachy compared to the rest of you know the ninety nine comics that I read. This yeah. <laughs> or whatever, right? Yeah. I think you'll. I think you'll definitely like the next book we're reading. Um, because it's, it's like damn near a classic by now. Yeah, and and it's just very, it's it's just good. It's just a nice retelling of, uh, the character, in in the modern age, and he's like back to his kind of like creational roots a little, but put in the two thousands, and it's, it's very fun. I feel like you'll read that and you'll be like, this is my style, sure, because, it's it's got that like epic storytelling that you like that you've seen from uh planet hulk and stuff like that but it also has almost that that grounded reality that you're looking for too that we find in this book Mm -hmm. and it does a very good job of mixing them because it's a it's still superhero but it's like superhero right now you know what if they existed right now and you and you would like it is it connected to the rest and we're talking about the amazing spider-man or yeah the ultimate spider-man ultimate spider-man yeah, um, it's, it's is it connected. connected to like the rest of the Marvel universe, or is uh, it just on its own? No, it, it is connected to the Ultimate Universe. Okay, so the the Ultimate Universe is its whole. It's this whole thing. It's uh, in like the early two thousands. We you know when Marvel gave like the Fantastic Four and Spider Man to like Sony and all that to save yeah. their ass. 
So on the comic side of things, they were like, we are not making sales at all. We have to do something to make like money or else we're, we already made a few money off of these movies. So then they were yeah. like, well, what, what if we did superheroes right now? And did what if they like existed in 2002 when they did it all? So they were like, okay, well, if we want to introduce readers to a new universe, how do we get them to a new universe? And they were like, why don't we introduce them with our most famous superhero, Spider-Man? So then they first did the ultimate Spider-Man, and everybody was like, this is good as shit. Yeah. And they were like, okay, we got something here. And then they did the entire ultimate universe that ran from... The Ultimate Universe ran from like 2002 to 2015, so like yeah. it, it went it went a while. Secret Wars is the ending storyline. Yeah, yes, yeah. Secret Wars was the ending storyline where they destroyed the Ultimate Universe. But then in another recent big galactic universe, they brought back the Ultimate Universe. So like it it got destroyed, but I think they're bringing it back to yeah. like the beginning. Yeah, it starts off straight up with Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do a whole new universe, like you might as well do it with the most recognizable face you have. Sure. Like this was before Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. You know, like I feel like if they were to do this in 2010, they would more than likely start off with like Iron. Sure. Some like that, but this was before they had the success of the movies, so they realistically had the success of Spider Man only, and they were like, he's been our longest selling, he's been our best selling. Let's do it. And it did really well. And I, I like the Ultimate Universe. A lot of people do not like the Ultimate Universe. Mm. But I, I think it's pretty fun. There's a lot of moments where people are like, this is terrible. Because there's like, like Captain America. <laughs> Captain America's fighting this, this, uh, this like alien. And the alien's like, you should just surrender, Captain. And Captain America's like, surrender? You think this A on my head stands for France? And it's like, oh, oh Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. yeah, because <laughs> they because they wanted to do like like the boys and stuff like that. You know, like if superheroes existed in the real world, like some of them would be government entities, you know, yeah. or some of them would be dickheads. So what they did with Captain America was like, dude, he's a guy from the 40s, like people from the 40s in World War Two were a True. different breed of right. people. And, like, he's just now out of ice. You think he'd just be like, well, I'm a nice guy. No, he'd be the soldier from WW2. Right. You know? He's a little bit of a Well, I'm glad they character. didn't go with that one in, in you know, the, the MCU. Movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, you, once the you. The Steve it, Rogers cap is my favorite cap. Yeah. Once you, uh, if we ever do read, like, the Ultimates and stuff like that, you you will see like the influence those books actually had on the MCU. Yeah. Um, like specifically with designs. A lot of the character costumes in the movies are like straight out of the Ultimate Universe comic book. Right. Like uh Captain America's uh helmet helmet head, his little Harley Davidson head. Yeah. That was a design in the Ultimate Universe in like two thousand five. They introduced that. Cause it was like, well, Cap's been around now for a year or two in the ultimate universe. So like, wouldn't he have an updated co uh, costume? That's more like military like, mm -hmm. and they were like, here he is with a helmet. And then the MCU took it. And like, that's the captain America. Everybody knows. Right. Yeah. It's super cool. You'll, I think you'll like it. The ultimate stuff when we get into yeah. it. Well, cool. Uh, <sighs> that being said, 
I know we're all over the place. So it's hard yeah. to talk about just one singular short story. You know? It's yeah, it was pretty short, and and I guess not that interesting. No, yeah, I so probably well, not, definitely not my favorite we've read. I mean, obviously, yeah. Planet Hulk is still just like fucking amazing in my book. Bonkers. So <laughs> far, it's like it's by and far like yeah. my favorite one. Yeah. I mean, ba- so Batman good. was cool. I actually <laughs> yeah. talked to uh, talked to my barber today about the Batman, the Long Halloween. Really? Yeah. What did your barber say? Was he well, like, well, oh, we were talking <laughs> We were talking about um, just like series in general, and he was talking about the new uh, Batman coming out with Pattinson. Patterson? Yeah. Patterson? Yeah. Pattinson. Pat- Pat- Pattinson. 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 <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's like most likely they're going to be doing the Long Halloween like that type of a storyline, yeah, is what it seems like at least when I'm watching the trailer. Mm, definitely. And now you that I know what that means, <laughs> I read the comic myself. But yeah, the this one just uh, it was fun when it was fun, and then when it wasn't, I was just like the parts that were not as fun. I was just like, oh god, like dude. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't get away from it type thing. It's very, it's like very flat. It's like you said, where it just it shows, you know, yeah. show, show and doesn't tell. Yes. Whereas, whereas like Planet Hulk and even Long Halloween did a lot of, you know, don't show. You or know, uh, no, the opposite. Yeah. It or tells. Opposite. Yeah, it tells and yeah. it doesn't Pla- show. Yeah. yeah, long like I still think about that panel in the Long Halloween where he's talking to the Calendar Man, and you you know like his cape turns into this like ethereal like creeping tentacles almost right yeah like the whole point of that book was that batman is a scary force when you piss him off essentially right yeah and you know not the whole point of that book but you know what i mean (laughs) yeah Um, that was like one of the big things that they did with batman was make him terrifying was make him like a scary force and uh, they, you know, there were a lot of good things that they did that just showed that you didn't, they didn't have to tell me that Batman is pissed off because he can't catch this guy. Like mm-hmm. Batman was clearly pissed off by the actions he was taking and the look of his character and the art style and all those things, right? I yeah. could tell where I could tear, tell where Batman's mindscape was. And granted, I can tell where what's this guy's name again? Dylan. Yeah. Yes, Dylan. I can tell where his headspace is too by just by looking at him but i also have to read his you know three or four paragraphs of monologuing about how shitty society in the nra is <laughs> and i'm just like okay <laughs> we can agree on these points yeah. but we can also be annoyed <laughs> that you're God. just like you're preaching to the choir a little bit i think the the planet hulk did a really good job of doing that too with yeah the Banner and Hulk situation. Yeah, for where, sure. You know, their where it would, internal he battle. would turn and be Banner, and mm-hmm. then turn to the next panel and be back to Hulk. And yeah, back to Hulk. you're right. Yeah, I think I think like you said, I it's a good story and it's a fun and like interesting story of like yeah. you know the demon and all that, but it does it does fall flat into provoking like a topic to discuss yeah you know and especially if like moral like haze like you know yeah well and like you said if you're gonna go for a more mature audience here like 
which you are right this is a, yeah. a mature book and has very mature themes in it like Trita's like that then that i'm mature enough that i will understand a character's point of view without it spewing it out to me right yeah like i can i can understand what's happening with a character without it just going this is exactly how i feel on this topic here i am yeah <laughs> let me word yeah. vomit at you for a paragraph and, and yeah. ride this monorail <laughs> yeah that's why like you know it feels like we've we've talked completely about the book already yeah and it's like because we have because it was so short but then also because the way it was presented was like here's the story here's the theme yeah all right make sure you buy volume two it's out soon yeah and it's well and it like, did that's yeah. what's weird is that it did well so it, yeah. maybe volume two is like you know, you you sounded a little more interested in Volume Two than you do this yeah. one for sure. I I think Volume Two is probably the better one because the story's already kicked off. You yeah, know? but then they add more elements like the FBI and one of the guys he kills mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, I think it probably sold so well because sometimes people, specifically like you said, like sweaty comic bros. They love they love that edgy shit. Yeah, they're like, oh, he kills people and has sex in the same series. Yeah, I'm in, and I want to read that. Yeah, and it, and I, I don't want to say it can get lost behind that, but it, you know, some indie books can't, where they're they're more shock value than they are like a story where you're like, yeah. oh, okay, this is just you know, picture titties every other page and. Then, brains blown out so all yeah. right you know yeah it, which is that's like the boys comic at least to me the boys really? comic is so edgy that you're like did some motherfucker from reddit write this like, <laughs> but it but it was it was a professional comic book writer did it but sometimes it's so edgy that you're like holy shit like this is too much yeah like who who fucking got a hold of this really quick the, the comic is insane it's got there's some scenes in the comic there's literally a, a a tie-in series to the boys that's called uh, Hero Gas. Yeah, and and it's about how every year, like the heroes all get together on this secret, like Jeffrey Epstein Island, and just have an orgy together. And that's the whole the whole tie-in series. But then, like somebody finds out, and they come and like kill all the superheroes on the orgy island. But it's like it's a little too much to where you're like, all right, this is all, all this can only be so believable before I'm kind of turned off by how mature you want this book to go. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. That uh, I mean, even yeah, I'll have to look at this. I'm seeing that hero gasm thing right here. It's, I'll have to dude, just like put that aside for. It's. <laughs> Do not let your girlfriend catch you reading Hero Gasm. <laughs> <laughs> it's borderline, dude. It's borderline like porn. It's like, good lord. But then it it has a connection to this series that has like story, you know. So it's yeah. like it's a story to it, but it's just kind of covered in heroes jizzing, and you're like, all right. Oh, they're saying it's gonna be in season three. Hero Gasm. Yeah. In the TV show, they're yeah. gonna do that. Are you serious? Oh, Jesus! It'll be adapting the Hero Gasm, a storyline from the boys' comics centered around an annual superhero orgy. 
Yeah, that's gonna. Well, maybe they'll do it better because I honestly think the TV show is better. I, than the the TV show is really good so far, and even yeah. though, like you said, it is kind of, it's pretty dark and uh, serious. It's still pretty good. I. How the fuck are they gonna do that on TV? <laughs> They're gonna have to write the the whole season three like TVMA. Like they had what's his name from uh, Supernatural. He's coming yeah. in to play. So so that character he plays is like the boys' spoof on Captain America. Right. Um, and he's in. He makes his like first appearance, I believe, in Herogasm. And in Herogasm, he his whole like story arc is that he has like sex with Homelander to try and become a part of the victory crew. But uh, like the vic- victory, but or not uh Vic what are they called? Yeah. The, the, the seven. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the entire time, like Homelander's just playing with them. He's like, Oh, maybe next time. Don't worry about it. And then like next time, you know, he like gives him a blow job and he's like, ah, maybe next time you'll be a part of the crew. Yeah. And it's like, good lord. I mean, that's, that's again, like, the more, like, human aspects of it, like, of, of you know, somebody trying to get ahead in the world through, you know, not good means, right? Yeah. But, at the same well, time. Well, I think, I think, if the TV show was smart, what they would do with that story is just make, uh, I think his name is, like, Soldier Boy. Yeah, which is which is hilarious because that always reminds me of the rapper. (laughs) (laughs) If the TV if the TV show was smart, they would take Soldier Boy and just make him uh, a gay character. Right. Because then, you know, Captain America is this hyper masculine, hyper patriotic, hyper American hero. And like what more of a commentary on America than having this guy that's still like a badass and patriot. But, you know, he's gay. And I think if the TV show was smart, they would go that route. Right. I don't. I don't think. You know, he's his self esteem is so low that he's willing to do gay things with Homelander, because I don't think that will transfer very well to screen. Yeah, especially that, right now. Yeah, that will. That's a little that, bit of a dated. That concept. will get them in trouble. <laughs> but if they did it right, where he's you know openly gay, but this like masculine. I'm Captain America, but I also like dudes. Right. I, I think that would go that would go a lot smoother, definitely. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we'll have to see. Well, all right. We're hitting, uh, we're hitting at fifty four right now. Sure. Uh, would you? Would you, what do you? Th- this comic final final reviews. Uh, would you suggest it to people? For now, if you're if you're only gonna read volume one, I I think you could probably skip it. Yeah. I don't think you have to read this one. I. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Really? Yeah, it's it's fine. It's just fine. And yeah. and there are things already like I said. So I've only read 3. Mm-hmm. Of those 3, like this would be at the bottom for sure. This would be yeah. at number 3. Like there there just are better things already that I've read, so I'm sure there's better things than those things that I've read right out there. Like yeah. I would go for something better than this over this if you got uh, you know time to kill on a toilet why not <laughs> it only took me like an hour to read the damn thing yeah it's very short yeah, it's, it's very really short. short um so. i think i would i would suggest it to anybody who's looking to uh get into the indie comic scene or or trying to write more than that 
I think if you're looking to write a story, um, I think this one has good beats of like how a story should progress. Right. You know, and if you want to learn how to write a, I think this is a good one to read to understand how a, a comic story should develop. Uh, but I think there are better indie books to get into out there than this. There yeah. are there are tons that are better. And I think, like you said, I think you should read a little bit of the first volume just so you know what's going on. Yeah. But I think the later volumes are where it's at for this story because you have the fully-fledged story going, but more elements are added in to give it more life, definitely. Yeah, and maybe that's, yeah. you know, something that we need to... Uh look at later on type thing but yeah for now for now, for now. it's just like for now eh, it's not necessary it's not, <laughs> it's not necessary well probably okay definitely uh, a good uh return episode you know? yeah yeah we like talked the, about a billion a things yeah and that's okay that's, and that's okay that's, that's what podcasts are about we got cool sick ass new intro and outro music shout out to my boy josh uh, I'm going to have his Spotify uh, linked in the description of the YouTube channel. Uh, I don't think I can do it on the uh, Spotify. Click links in the description of Spotify mm. stuff. But I will have it uh, linked in the YouTube one. So if you're on the YouTube one right now watching, click that link. Josh makes really good music and really fun music to listen to. And he created the outro and intro for us. Did you listen to that? I said I that haven't to you. been able to actually listen to it yet. Oh, yeah, really? I just thought about that. I haven't been able oh. to touch on it yet, so I have to listen yeah. to it right after this. It's it's good. I he, Josh is amazing. I we got on a Discord call and I just told him what I was thinking of what I wanted and what I wanted the the music to sound like. Yeah, and he was like, "Okay, man, I'll uh, I'll get back to you." And within like three days, he like was like, "Here's some samples." And the first sample, I was like, "This is exactly what I wanted. Like, this, <laughs> this is amazing." Is perfect. Well, and then now we don't have to get fucking copyrighted striked. How Woo! good is that? Yeah. And I and I paid Josh, so it's ours. Nice. Woo! <laughs> and I paid Josh, so it's ours. Yeah. Well, cool, dude. I'm excited. Yeah, um, definitely give it a give it a listen when you're when we're done here. Yeah. You know, I, I want to see what you think. Uh, but other than that, this has been another episode, I guess. Yeah, that's that's no, pretty much it. Bye, no everyone. More, no more oh, wait. funny fart noises. For Bye. sure, reading. Amazing Spider-Man. Oh no, Ult Ultimate Spider-Man. Yes, next next episode will be Ultimate Spider-Man as we dive into the Ultimate Universe. Whoa. Whoa. I think you'll like it. It's good. I'm excited. I like Spider-Man. Okay, bye, and, everyone. Uh, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>